You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Okay, welcome back to more inspirational and uplifting uh, broadcasting with Jack and Doreen Canelli. Doreen is feverishly searching her phone for uh, <laughs> one of her famous jokes. Unfortunately, Doug and Tom from the Table of Knowledge and Frank didn't supply us with any jokes this morning as I had asked them to, but uh, we usually have to have Doug give us his a day in advance so we can clear them for broadcasting on a family kind of program. But uh, anyway, uh, Doreen, uh, this is the part a lot of you have been waiting for, and so we're happy to, to, to do this for you as kind of a public service to give you a laugh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. All right, this is a, quest- a joke in the form of a question, Jackie. Okay. Now, the... The um, theme is spring. Okay. How do you know flowers are friendly? How do I know flowers are friendly? Um, I don't know. How do you know flowers are friendly? They always have new buds. I get it. Good. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Drum roll, please. (laughs) He's not laughing. Therese, we got to get the soundtrack here for these things, okay? (laughs) I mean, I, I can kind of feel the laughter coming over the airways through my headset from the, all the listeners out there, but uh, it would be better if we had a little something to kind of go with it or kind <laughs> yes, of lead it, it in. But anyway, uh, how do we, how do we uh, segue transition. from that? Yeah, how do we transition to our, our, next, uh, our next guest? We have uh, with us on the line, we have Tom Austin from Rochester, and uh, he's going to talk about... The Walk to Mary, and this is, uh, and I'm going to let him uh, give more information, but apparently this is in support of a friend who is battling cancer. And so it's uh, kind of a a pilgrimage of intercession, if you will. And um, anyway, you can get more information on the walk at uh, walktomary.com. So anyway, uh, Tom, welcome to the show, and uh, why don't you... Give us a little introduction to yourself and uh, tell us a little bit more about the walk and how it is that you got involved. Sure, sure, yes. Thank, thank you for having me on. Uh, I, I first want to say that, uh, you know, RPR Radio, 970 AM here in Rochester, is just fantastic. It's the only station I turn, tune into. All your, you know, shows are just fantastic. You know, like the doctor is in, call the communion, and, and all your apologists, uh, Jimmy Aiken, Tim Staples, Trent Horn, they're, they're just all fantastic and, and really keep me glued to your channel day in and day out. So uh, thank you for that. Well, that's great. <clears throat> and thank we, you for saying that. Yes, and we hope there are lots of other people out there as well who enjoy it as much as you do and are glued to their radios because uh, we're, uh, we're proud of Real Presence Radio and the programming that we have to offer. And we're happy to have you here to tell us about this uh Walk to Mary. I had never heard of this before. Well, let me let me let me just introduce myself, and then I'll and I'll get right into it. Sounds good. Um, yeah, yeah. My name is Tom Austin. I, I'm you know in Rochester, Minnesota. Here, uh, I was an engineer at IBM for about thirty years, and, and now I work at Western Digital in town. Um, I have a wonderful wife, Angie. Thirty-five years of marriage, um, and three grown children. Uh, my oldest son, Matt, he's an engineer. He's 
married to Kelsey up in the cities there, and, and we have uh, two grandchildren, Grace, who's three, and John, who's one. Uh, my youngest son, Eric, is, is also an engineer, but he decided to leave that, that profession, and he joined the military. So he's, he's doing that. And then my middle child, Ashley, who is now Sister Cora Marie, uh, she's a, she's a, I call her a nun, you know, Sister Cora Marie of uh, Divine Wisdom is her whole name, but she's been there for four years at the Handmaids of the Heart of Jesus, uh, which some may know is uh, the, the mother house is out in New Ulm, Minnesota, west of Rochester, a couple hours. Uh, but she, she uh, they opened up another, uh, well, they've got uh, multiple convents now. She's working at the, or uh, residing in Hopkins uh, up by the cities now. And um, there is also another uh, convent up in Duluth. And then there's another one coming to Dickinson, North Dakota this summer. Wow. Um, how ma- do you know how many women are members of that order in total? Um, I, I would say... Um, there's, well, they're a relatively new order. They're mm-hmm. they're only about maybe 14 years in that range. Uh, Mother Mary Claire started it along with Bishop Cousins, who's now the bishop of uh, uh, what is it, the northwest corner Crooks, up there, Crookston Diocese. Crookston, yeah, Crookston. Uh, so Bishop Cousins and Mother Mary Claire started it about 14 years ago. Um, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, so they. Um, What's the question again? <laughs> Sorry. Well, how many women are part of that order? Oh, how many women? Yeah, there's. I, I would say there's right in the range of thirty-five ish. You may be pushing forty now. They, they just uh, six new women entered. Uh, uh, you know, this year, and uh, so yeah, it's a it's a growing order, and it's just a, it's like walking into heaven if, if you can imagine <laughs> walking it- into one of those convents uh, and seeing all the sisters and. It's uh, you know we're just we're just blessed to even be a part of it. Um, oh. So what is yeah. their apostolate, Tom? Are they a teaching order or? A, a... Well, they do they do some of that um, out in New Ulm. They're they're just they're part of a you know a, a middle school, high school, grade school, and they were doing some of that. But that's really not their. They they just they they do do some teaching, but it's it's all religious um, teaching. Um, but uh, they do a number of different things like. Um, primarily what they do is, um, as the order is growing, they're called to go back to kind of their hometown and open up a convent and then uh, help help the local uh, uh, parishes flourish. So, like my daughter and one of one of the other sisters and a couple others went uh, just opened up uh, the convent in Hopkins, and they're now um, kind of back to their old digs where they're helping um, uh, evangelize the people of the University of Minnesota campus. And uh, they're also affiliated with a couple of the of the churches um, right there in Hopkins, oh, and so you. they help the priests with, with with whatever they need and whatnot. Yeah, right. Well, don't tell us too much about this order because I'm making a mental note for Therese to call somebody from that order. So maybe we can get them on this program at some time to talk about their uh, their growth and uh, what it is they do. I think that would be a lot of fun. But anyway, why don't you? Yeah, I would, let's let's yeah. let's go to the walk. The, the walk to Mary. I mean, I'm intrigued by this. Okay. Yeah, this, this walk to Mary, it's a 21-mile pilgrimage walk, and it's on Mother's Day weekend, May 7th, Saturday, May 7th, uh, and it's an annual event. In fact, um, I think this will be their 10th year. 
uh, that they've been doing it. And it starts at the National Shrine of St. Joseph. Uh, in I call it Green Bay, Wisconsin. It's really, they call it the Pure Wisconsin, but it's let's just say it's in Green Bay. It starts at Green Bay, National Shrine of St. Joseph, and, it, and, it, and the walk is 21 miles up along the Fox River and up along the, the lake and over to the Shrine of Our Lady of Good Health, which is in Champion, Wisconsin. Um, and it's, it's an extremely, everything that I've uh, read about it, I haven't been on the walk uh, in the past, but it's, I talked to the, the the guy that organized it. His name is Pat DeCray, and it is extremely well organized. And uh, there's an excellent website out there, as you mentioned, uh, Jack. It's called walktomary.com. So who is who is the is there a sponsoring organization like the diocese, or is this something that this gentleman does kind of on his own? Yeah, you know, I asked him that, and I, I think I think he was inspired along with uh, a, a local priest. Uh, to do this, and they and they pretty much, you know, Pat kind of organizes it. Uh, you know, he he does get obviously tons of volunteers, but uh, every year I think Pat Dupre is the is the gentleman that um, organizes it and leads it and and uh, makes sure that everything you know is is working smoothly. So I, um, uh, I, I yeah, I, I know that they are uh, the local bishop. There is, is certainly uh, supportive of it and involved in it as well. Yes. Could, Tom, could you please tell us about your destination and why that place and what's significant about the shrine that you'll be walking to? Well, yeah, the, the shrine is, um, well, there is, uh, there's, uh, there's so much to tell about this. If, if the listeners have not heard of Our Lady of Good Help, and I certainly didn't a few years ago, uh, it is an amazing Place. It's the only shrine, it's the only uh, apparition site uh, approved by the by the church in the United States. Um, so the Virgin Mary appeared to uh, uh, a, a local girl. Um, her name's uh, Sister Adele Breeze, and uh, uh, told her to go teach the children in the in the local area. And this was back at the turn of the century, where you know she was horse and buggy and walking and and whatnot. Uh, so yeah, there's there's a just a huge backstory to the um, um, how the the Great Peshtigo fire had burned 300 square miles around. In fact, it was the biggest loss of life um, in that area uh, up until 9/11 happened, and everything got burned except for the grounds of the shrine, where all the townspeople fled and all the, even the animals and. Uh, fled and, and it, the fire stopped right at the right at the fence line of uh, Sister Adele's property, which she had grown into a, a disabled children's orphanage at the time. Uh, but it's 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 a blessed place and uh, it's it's a wonderful place to uh, go and pray and and contemplate um, you know the wonders of, of the kingdom here on earth. Okay. Did Mary have a? Oh, I'm sorry. We have we're yeah, we've a got break. A, we've got a break coming up here, and so hold that thought, Doreen. And uh, also, uh, you know, we're going to talk about on the other side of the break. Tom, we'll talk about uh, a little bit more, maybe about the, the the shrine itself, and also who you're walking for, and how this is going to support your friend. And is is this your first time? And I guess I'd be interested in knowing about the terrain. So, but anyway. All of that on the other side of the break. So for those of you who are out there in Real Presence Radio land, stay with us for more of Real Presence Live. 
This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Do you know that your prayers today can still aid in the salvation of someone who died years ago? I'm Father Chris Alar. God is outside of time. And since he is all-knowing and all-powerful, he knows every prayer you will ever make and has the power to apply those graces to any point in time, past, present, or future. So if you have lost anyone, especially to suicide, and think that they are eternally lost, you can still help them. God can take your prayers from today and give someone grace at the time of their judgment because he forever knew that you would make that prayer and he wants you to help them accept his offer of salvation. So there is still hope. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. This is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. We appreciate all the support our eye care clinic has received over the past year. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for the whole family, vision therapy services, contact lenses, and glasses. Lumen Vision is located across the street from Saints Anne and Joachim Parish in South Fargo. We accept a variety of vision and medical insurance plans. To schedule an appointment online, our website is www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, Real Presence listeners. We're so happy that you're with us this morning. I'm Doreen Canelli, and I'm here with my husband, Jack. And we we have a wonderful variety of guests this morning. And right now we're visiting with Tom Austin from Rochester, Minnesota, who is going to take part in a very special pilgrimage in Wisconsin. And before the break, we were just talking about the shrine that will be the um, the, the final destination. destination of those who are... You're old enough for that, they, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, those who will be taking part in this pilgrimage. Pilgrimages are such incredible experiences for people. It's like a little microcosm of of life as we as we enter into and participate in pilgrimage and this is an intentional uh pilgrimage if you will which i think makes it even all the more significant tom why don't you tell us about that you're you're walking for a friend yes yes um she actually told me about the walk and uh, i started getting interested in it excuse me her name is uh ann ostring she's from somerset wisconsin and she's got pancreatic cancer that has spread She's got, you know, she's married to Bronson, and they've got four young daughters, uh, Megan, 11, Elizabeth, 9, Hannah, 7, and Keely, 5. Uh, and uh, 
she um, she and I met. Uh, she came down to Rochester actually for charismatic prayers. She had heard about our group here in Rochester, came down, and uh, we prayed over her. And uh, after as she was leaving, she said, "Hey Tom, I really want to thank you with some nice prayers and whatnot." And I said to her, "I said, Anne." You and I are going to meet again later in a very unusual spot very soon. I don't know why I said that to her, but I, and then I left to go back to work. And uh, it, it turns out that, um, you know, a couple weeks later, my wife and I were taking a long trip over up the UP and back, a 10-day trip. And we came back, and we had one day left on our vacation. And uh, Angie, we said, well, we should do something with our last night. And so we said, hey, let's go to the Shrine of Our Lady of Good Help. We've never been there. And so we, we looked and looked and found a hotel, because this place is in the middle of kind of the country. And uh, we pull into this empty parking lot, and uh, I get out of the car, and another car pulls up next to us in a completely empty parking lot. Two little girls jump out of the car. Her mom gets out of the car, pulls another child out of the car seat, turns around, and it was Anne Ostring, this wow. woman. <laughs> that uh, came for charismatic prayers, to, you know, for healing to our little prayer group. And I told her, I looked at her, I said, Ann, I told you this was going to happen. And she said, I know you did. And we gave each other a big hug. And uh, anyways, uh, we've become friends. And uh, I'm now working with one of her other friends. And she's got tons of friends there in Somerset, Rachel McGurin. Uh, and we're organizing um, people to this on this walk to Mary uh, from Rochester and also from Somerset to drive out there and, and do this uh, this pilgrimage and pray and we're praying for a miracle. We're praying specifically to Sister Adele Breeze, who's a visionary from Our Lady of Good Health, um, because uh, she's up for canonization. The bishop is, is pushing her in that direction, but she needs a couple miracles. And we thought, okay, uh, Anne Ostring is our, you know, is the first that we're, we're praying that uh, will be one of those two miracles. Well, um, and we also, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, it would be wonderful if all of our listeners would join in uh, supporting you by praying um, through the intercession of Sister Adele as well. Yes, they, um, we and Rachel Rachel McGurn and I. She's from Somerset. Now we set we set up this sign up genius. Uh, it's a it's a website that um, people can go on to the sign up genius and, and um, sign up for for prayers. But also, we thought we needed fasting, especially for Lent. And so you can sign up to skip breakfast, lunch, or supper, or fast during the days, or just other prayers. And um, that's actually, I, I, it'd be hard to give a link to that, but um, Ann Ostring has a Caring Bridge site, and uh, one of the posts in there um, gives a, a couple different places where you can you can click on and link link into our sign-up genius. You have to go to on Ann Ostring's Caring Bridge page um, and, and scroll down to a week or so ago. And and the, and the link is in there. That um, that would be wonderful. Could you spell her just, name for us? Yeah, it's A U S T R E N G. And then is Anne with an E or without an E? It's just A N N. Okay, A N N A U S T R E N G. Yes. Okay, and that's at on Caring Bridge. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Ostring, Ostring, A-U-S-T-R-E-N-G. Mm-hmm. Got it. All okay. right. Well, so while, while Doreen is uh, writing the name down, 
why don't we just uh, all of us all we'll ask all of our listeners to join in to uh, ask Saint Adele Breeze right now. Uh, we need a miracle down here for uh, our friend Ann Ostering, and so bless her and uh, be with her and give her what she needs. Amen. Even come on, come out, come out to the walk, and we'll walk with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, okay, back to so you. Go ahead, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, you want to know about the walk a little bit. So the walk, it, you know, you think, oh, 21 miles. There's no way. But like I said, it's really well organized. You can either join in at the beginning for the whole 21-mile walk, or you can join in at St. Peter and Paul's Church at 930 in the morning. The other one, the 21-mile starts at 7 a.m. But if you want to, you know, sleep in a little bit, and do a shorter walk, you can do a 14-mile walk. It starts at St. Peter and Paul's Church at 9.30. Or you can do a 7-mile walk that starts at Holy Cross Church um, around noon. And uh, so you can just do a 7-mile walk. And they've even got a a kid's walk, which is a 1.7-mile walk, uh, that um, they'll actually bus you from the the shrine over to the 1.7 miles away, and then you you can join in with the people as they're finishing the longer walks. But there are buses that go constantly along this whole route. Um, you can, uh, you, you can, uh, there are buses that go at those two starting points at the two churches. Uh, they'll take you back if you want to stop there. They'll take you back to where you parked your car originally um, or take you forward to the, to the shrine itself. But, um, and there's also vans, they call them pil- pilgrim fatigue vans. Uh, so they're, you know, they're always there to provide you with, you know, water or drive you back if you don't, you know, if you want to stop in the middle and that sort of thing. But, um, yeah, we're, uh, my wife and I are actually staying at the Norbert Teen Abbey, uh, there. I think they're filled up now, but, you know, you can go to the Holiday Inn Express or whatever. And, uh, the place to park, there is a place to park. Uh, it's called the Humana Insurance Parking Lot. And you park there, and all the buses go to and from there, um, you know, so you can get back to your car and, and whatnot. But the, I mentioned the bishop. The bishop will be saying a Mass later on Saturday. There are going to actually be three Masses set on uh, at the Shrine on Saturday, uh, with the one at 530, I think, being uh, Bishop Rickens uh, will be saying that Mass. Do you know how many people they anticipate for the walk? I think they'll be in the neighborhood of 3,000, something like that. Wow. That's yeah. a good yeah, it's, it's crowd. It'll, it'll be, and the walk, the walk is uh, it's mainly flat. Uh, you know, that's all flat ground over there. And it's, you know, I think it's going to be fairly scenic. You walk up along the Fox River for half of it and then around Green Bay for a little bit. And then you walk into the countryside uh, for the for the remaining part. And are there stops uh, along the way where, you know, a person could... You know, rest and then keep going. The water stop. Yep. Well, they said they've got that. Oh. I think there's all there's people with uh, golf carts and 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 that sort of thing that are always you know riding along and and nearby that that will be providing water and whatnot. So and like I said, there's also the, the pilgrim vans which you can stop at any at any point and they'll give you a ride back. Um, otherwise, so there's the main starting uh, you know the uh, 14 mile seven mile points where you can. Uh, where you can stop and, um, you know, there's lunch at the fort, at the um, at the second church. Uh, that's where people, I think, stop and have lunch, and then you finish the last seven miles after that. It sounds wonderful. And, and the website to get more information is walktomary.com. 
Walk to yeah, Mary. Yeah, it's all one word. Mm-hmm. Yep, all one word, walktomary.com. And you'll see, just by looking at the website, everything. And it costs 25 bucks to register, uh, $10 for students, and four and under are free. Um, so, But you can sign up to be an ambassador if you want, like I did. And um, you, just, you just say, hey, I want to be an ambassador. And what that means is they'll send you some free posters so you can post them at your church what? Uh, to get the word out. What is the spirit of the uh, pilgrimage? And what I mean by that is sometimes you can get into uh, a pilgrimage where a walk like this, where it's like a procession and it's kind of somber and quiet and people may be praying the rosary, or it can be like a a walking picnic where everybody's just kind of, you know, chattering with each other and having a good time and maybe some people, you know, saying their own prayers on their own as they go. What's it like? Well, I have never done it, but I, I did. Um, I think there'll be a mix of just about everything, and I think you know you just kind of you know start and and slow up or speed up as as you will, and and find the group. But it, personally, I expect to be doing a lot of contemplative prayer, uh, maybe with the rosary and um, and that sort of thing. But uh, I, I really look at it as a you know an introspective. I don't personally you know want to uh, be you know, gabbing the whole way and and, sure. um, and that sort of thing. But, you know, I can see where a lot of people would, would want to do that. And then when they get to the shrine, uh, then, uh, because a lot of people don't know, they have never been on this walk just like me, and um, there's going to be all sorts of people walking for all sorts of reasons. Yep. Uh, and we have to be considerate of everybody's yep. uh, rationale and reasons hey. for, for since, praying. Since you mentioned you have three adult children, I know you're not uh, 21 anymore. Uh, how long do you think it's yeah. going to take for you? <laughs> well, <clears throat> I'm I'm starting to walk. Uh, you know, I've got a, I think I'm up to like seven miles, and I'll tell you what, that's I'm 62 years old, so it uh, it's and I'm not used to walking like that. But uh, so it, I think you should start at seven and end at three. You know, it's like kind of like an eight hour. Uh-huh. Uh, if you if you walk straight through at at a you know three miles an hour or something like that, you should be done and. Uh, eight hours kind of thing. But, you know, you'll stop for breaks and this and that. Um, and it, the buses run until 8 p.m. So, you know, if, if you're, I don't want to say a straggler, but, if you know, if you want to walk slow and, and, and get behind the crowd, uh, don't worry, there's there's plenty of rides uh, to be had at, at the end. But uh, okay. um, Or you can scoot up ahead and, and go to the masses, make sure you get to the 530 mass with the bishop or what have you. They've got two churches there, one big auditorium and one sm- smaller church. Okay, well, great. Tom, uh, we'd like to thank you for being uh, with us today. This has been fun learning about this pilgrimage, and we'll certainly ask all of our listeners right now to, uh, on May 7th, try to remember to say a, a prayer specifically for Tom and also for his friend Ann. And also for all of the pilgrims in general, that they you know have the strength to to, to make it through and accomplish all of their uh, their purposes while they're on the uh, on the on the on the pilgrimage. And so, and for your listeners, stay with us, and uh, will there be more real presence live on the other side of the break? And again, Tom, thanks for being with us. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.